No, Carla, you're the host. Okay, great. Hello, welcome to Business Coach Power Hour. It's Monday, March 20th. And I'm excited for us to do a, you know, middle to end-ish of month power hour together um, in the best way possible to use some of our intentional time, moving our teams forward, moving our business forward. And just in case income comes up, we're going to jump right into some action steps, but just in case income comes up, I will do a couple of quick announcements. Okay. So our income disclosure statement, Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results from successful sales efforts which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Your success will depend on how well you exercise these qualities. Please see the Optavia income disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. And we have our burn boot camp. You guys are on business coach power hour, so you know this. Um, pay attention to who's showing up for that, by the way. <laughs> That's really interesting to go through the um, participants to pop into business coach or to pop into business threads and ask people, you know, for their homework steps, see who's showing up. I know last week, Shelly, you were talking about, you know, like people say that they want to go, but they're not going. Actions speak louder than words. So watch who shows up and that's who we can run with. That's who we can show up for. And then the client support bonus plus, we're going to talk about this a little bit today, um, but you guys are not living under a rock. So everyone's probably heard of this. How can we best use this to help motivate our teams forward? That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, being on top of people who are close to three or are close to five new clients and therefore close to an extra 3% or an extra 5%. So, all right, let's get to work. Who came prepared with their map slash watch list? And I would love for you guys to put in the chat, um, put a watch list in the chat. Put watch list in the chat if you use watch list and put old school if you are still calculating in connect. No right or wrong reason or no right or wrong here. Gosh, my, my brain, we're going to make it. We're just, just to give you some context, my four-year-old flooded the bathroom. And by flooded, I mean like half an inch of water, baseboards, water going through the ceiling in the basement. Then she gave herself a facial with pasta sauce. So that's been my weekend working with contractors to get that um, cleaned up. And then uh, we all got some sort of stomach bug. So that's fun. And I've got the lovely Carrie Sims now, not not Wallace on backup in case I go down, <laughs> but the bathroom's working now. So that's, that's useful. Okay. So watch list and old school. Okay, great. Now, regardless of if you are watch list or old school, how many of you guys as of today have already ran your numbers and you've got current data on where your coaches are at. Put current if you are up to date as of today. Current this morning, current, current. I'm going to give just five minutes, five to 10 minutes for you guys to go ahead and run your numbers real quick so that we're all working with current data. And then I'm going to go through how to do it old school for anyone that needs some, some guidance. Looks like a lot of people are current, but I'm guessing the people who are not current maybe aren't saying that they're not current. Um, and you can put in the chat, like I need to do, I need to do an update. You can put that in the chat. Can I ask that question again, Christy? Nope, I'm gonna say it once. And then if you didn't get it, you're just screwed. <laughs> 
Um, are you guys current in your numbers? So if you're using the watch list, this was the question, Christy, if you're using the watch list, you ran it this morning. And if you're old school calculating, you have current numbers as to where your teams are at. And then let's all get current numbers for anyone that needs a couple of minutes to get in there, pull their reports, put them into watch list. We're just going to take a few minutes to do that and or go ahead and log into connect. And in connect, if you look at the engage tab and all coaches report and last week, um, Carrie and Michelle and Sarah Preston went through this. And so there's some more lengthy guidance that you guys can go back and watch on reporting, but we just want to go into, there's a couple of different ways that you can pull, um, your current data. You can go into engage and all coaches. You can also go into tree view and sort. What are your guys' favorite ways to pull um, current numbers from connect? Those of you who have been in here for a while. I know Jen is a huge tree view person. Yeah, she's nodding. She's eating and nodding. You can go into- I didn't tell you. I like tree view because um, I was going to type it. And I'm just going to um, I like tree view because you're processing the data as you're getting it, and you're looking at people in terms of pods, like pods of business. So people growing senior coach or people growing to FIBC. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to look at the FIBC's business or the almost FIBC's business. I'm looking at all the coaches in their in their organization from TreeView. You can just click, open it up, see the whole profile. Or there's I didn't notice for a long time. There's a handy little um, carrot at the top or something that says um, you can view like what their current FQV is, things like that. And so you don't actually have to like pop open the whole thing to see their current. You just if someone could maybe, I don't have my computer in front of me, but like a little carrot that you can say view FQV. And so it shows if you have the whole, the whole tree popped out and then you, um, and then you can view how many, like FQV is really helpful, but you could also see like how many senior coaches they have all every person or, um, or what have you. So try that. That's a really great function for just getting your FQVs and writing them, writing them all down. Um, but now we really don't have to do that as much anymore because we have it in that um, all coaches report. But for me, I'm such a visual person. It makes way more sense when I'm looking at a team rather than just like alphabetic people, alphabetical or whatever. So anyway, it's just Christy me. is saying that she can help with a screen share. I know this is so tricky because when we record and then if we've got people's personal data up, um, Christy, let me find you. Let me allow multiple share screens. Yeah, anytime we show anyone's personal data, um, it won't get converted to a YouTube. Um, yeah, YouTube will reject it. So unless we switch to, we can um, pause the recording for a minute, and the people who are live can get yeah. a live. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So. Um, if you are in your tree view and you click every green dot to then open up all of those fingers and you just open it all up and then click that little down arrow and select current FQV, you can see where everyone is. And then we can go to all coaches and there's a, go to engage all coaches and there's a column for projected and you just have to do a little bit of math. That's what the watch list does for you. But in particular, we want to make sure that if you are, you know, on the back of your map, if you're charting your organization, your five senior coaches or six, because we always want to cross with a spare, 
And Shali, since she shared uh, last week and she was talking about running with coaches, I'm going to use her as an example. And let's just say that Shali has like this many frontline coaches and she can be checking where each of them are at. You know, has this one hit senior coach? Has this one hit senior coach? What's this one's FQV plus their projected FQV? How many ordering entities? And we can just be looking at, based on our goals, where you wanted to set your course for, for March at the beginning of the month, how's it looking? And the coaches that you thought, yeah, this person is a slam dunk senior coach, how are they progressing? Because sometimes what happens is by this time in the month, things have shifted. That coach had some life happen. Now they're not doing anything or you had all the hope in the world for them, but now they won't even finish their training. And maybe you've had a new client or two post kind of out of, uh, out of the blue. And maybe that's your new coach prospect. So running your numbers and getting really clear on where your month looks like it's going to go, what needs to happen for you to hit your goal, how many new clients and where do they need to fit in? That's kind of getting a pulse check. But before reaching out to anyone, before you know, just massive messaging, hey, you're two clients away from senior coach. Hey, you're one client away from senior coach. We're gonna pause for a little bit and go through the rest of these activities today before we reach out at all, because there's a bit of a dance with relationship versus transactional, relational versus transactional communication. And what doesn't work well is when all of your verbiage in business threads is you telling them what's left for them to get to the next thing. Okay. So get your little pulse check. Everyone has a good um, idea of where you're at, where your coaches are at. You did some math, you have your watch list, you know what needs to happen. Maybe this is your FIBC business or your future FIBC business that you're working on. And maybe you have some coaches that are working on an FIBC business, or you have some coaches that you're helping to ED and you're looking at, you know, where are they at? Because we have, you know, there's a big group in here. We're all at kind of slightly different places in our business. Sometimes it's really about you. And sometimes it's really about helping that first coach of yours hit FIBC. Okay, so now that you have a pulse check, I want us to take a little inventory of everyone that posted last month. So we're gonna rewind to February, everyone that did that accountability challenge post, okay? Some of you keep that kind of data. Others of us are gonna have to go fish for it. If you have a huge team with a ton of coaches, you can ask them, Hey, can you send me a list of everyone who posted in February again? You can go back in business threads, but let's just try to get a list of some names of the people that posted in February for the accountability challenge, okay? And then once you have your list of people, including the people who posted and the people who won, what we're going to do is reach out to them or have their coach reach out to them and say, oh my gosh, this month we have another amazing accountability challenge. This is what it is. You can enter and win again. So for winners, they just won their $50 cash on account for posting. That was so simple, so easy. Let's make sure they already did that. They already won. They should be the first people to be posting this. It's already March 20th. Maybe they haven't posted. But for every single winner that posted last month, I want them to know that they could win another 50 bucks this month for posting their face-to-face. -face. And there's a lot of people that don't realize that the face-to-face -face challenge that they see, how many of you guys have done celebration calls and people are like, oh yeah, I've kind of heard of the sugar shot, but they're not really clear what exactly it is. Our clients are not always aware that these face-to-faces that are popping up in their client support page or that pop up on your page, that there's wellness credits involved in that. So we want to make sure that every client knows that they can enter to win $50.
So as FIBCs or almost FIBCs or stabilizing at FIBC, you still want a whole lot of priority and emphasis to be on sponsoring frontline coaches. We all want frontline coaches, but the people who I would say need frontline coaches the most is the almost FIBC, the barely just hit FIBC and the stabilizing FIBC. And it can get so fun to be working with our teams and helping them experience wins that we sometimes, you know, let our hands off the wheel a little bit of our own frontline business. So for anyone who's almost just barely or stabilizing, I would suggest that the first place you start and where you're spending a lot of priority time is in your own client load, reaching out to every single client about the face-to-face post this month, because you need, and you want the frontline coaches. And then if you are past, well past FIBC, you know, you hit that between the 15th and the 20th of the month, so to speak, you're like, you know, cruising at global, beyond global, working on global. If that's where you're at, you've got, you know, 25 senior frontline senior coaches or above, then what you can be looking at is helping your teams reach out to there. Where do you need more depth? Where does your business need more frontline coaches? Not that you don't need or want them, but your time may be better spent working one-on-one with your FIBC coaches, helping them do this activity. So what we're doing is we are going back and finding our February winners. And you can even just go to messenger and search accountability post, sugar shot, um, face-to-face, like any of those kind of buzzwords, sometimes, even though it wasn't a sugar shot last month, that's what we call it anyway, in business threads, right? Um, who posted search that and try to find as many names as possible. Might you miss some, you might, but imperfect action beats perfect inaction every time. So let's get as many names as possible for clients in your organization that participated in the February challenge. And then if they were a direct client of yours, you can send them a message just saying, Hey, oh my gosh, I love that you did that accountability post. We have another one for February. Let me tag you in the client support group on the details. Or what Jen taught me is asking for a response always has better traction. So instead of just telling them that you're going to tag them, what you could say to your client is, hey, so-and-so, I love that you did that accountability post in February. You got so much support. You could even say, and you won, right? If they won. We have another one going for March Madness. If I were to send you some information on that, do you think you'd be down to do another accountability post? I'm not telling them the details. I'm saying, hey, do you think you would do that again? And they're going to go, oh, that was so easy. Yeah, totally. And then maybe they already kind of commit to it. And then then it's photos, which is a little bit more than just the accountability post, but they're like, kind of already committed. I'm excited about another shot at 50 bucks on my... Uh, Optavia account. So we're reaching out to clients. And then we're asking, you know, would you be willing to do that again? Or do you think you'd be interested in doing that again? And then you can go tag them in the informational post in your client support group on how to do that. Next step would be to create a face-to-face for people. So if you have the time to do that, and if this is what your business needs most, again, not yet FIBC, barely FIBC, stabilizing FIBC, I would suggest that what your business needs most is more frontline coaches. So it's well worth the time to create a bunch of face-to-face photos and send them to your clients so that it's as easy as them to just hit post. Jen's either about to talk or typing, typing, or building an FIBC, right? So if I'm coming alongside an FIBC and that's really what my business needs most is an FIBC, which is going to clear up time freedom for me because that FIBC starts working with their coaches. Now I have more time to build wide or in depth. I can be working with that FIBC and saying, hey, let's make some side-by-sides for these clients 
for that new to be FIVC. Let's make some side to side, side by sides for those clients. And you as the FIBC, you should have celebration threads with almost all of them, right? So in looking for people who did the post um, last month, that's kind of the first bucket of people that I would love for us to be reaching out to directly with our words. We could send an audio clip. We could send a text message. We could send a Facebook message. I'm going to be reminding every single one of my clients tomorrow on my client call day about the face-to-face. Um, and then the other group, the other batch of people that we can be reaching out to, the other kind of route we can take is as the FIBC for whomever you run celebration calls for, if you fit in that category. And I know some people here are not quite in that position yet. They're growing into FIBC. But if you are an FIBC, you have a whole bunch of celebration call messages, right? And so what you could do is put a put an hour in your calendar to do celebration call love. I don't know, call it something fun and lovey uh, where you just go through your messenger, find all of the messages that are now, if you have someone doing your scheduling, don't um, click on the, the new message, right? Don't unread it and mess up your scheduler, but go back to the ones that are already read. Find the ones with two, um, what's the word? The two people, I don't know. Names. Two names. Yeah, names. That's It's a hard word to find sometimes. Participants, yes. Invitees, I don't know. You know what I mean though. Um, you're in Messenger and you're just looking for those old celebration call messages, ones that have already passed, right? And you can just pop in there and see, oh yeah. Here, I'll do one with you guys live. Live action role play here. Who knew that we'd be LARPing for work? Okay, here we go. Um, well, this is actually a coach explore. That's fun too. Okay, here's one. Um, and I can go back and I can see that this was a actually a pretty recent one. It was just a couple of days ago and I haven't set that sent that follow-up message yet. The one that says, you know, here's a video about coaching from the system. So I could send that real quick. And at the same time, I could say, you know, one of the best things you can do for your journey is to build in more accountability, especially now when your motivation is high. This helps get you through the, the rougher seasons on this program that you may encourage or that you may experience. And so we highly encourage you to do an accountability post. And we have a current challenge going on. It's in the client support group. I would love for you to uh, participate in that. And we do $50 wellness credits. We do a drawing for $50 wellness credits for people who do this. And then in that group message, which is you as FIBC, the client and the coach, you can ask the coach since the coach is definitely going to be Facebook friends with them to tag them. So like Jessica is on here. I do Jessica's celebration calls. And when I send a follow-up message after the celebration call, I'll say, hey, Jessica, can you tag um, Noelle in that face-to-face uh, -face stuff so that she can see what that's about. And I also include some verbiage about accountability. I'm going to grab that. Some sample verbiage about accountability. And Brittany's asking for the keywords from the mess. No, you're not asking. You're suggesting. Could search the keywords from the message you send with the coaching video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're just trying to find previous clients that you've done celebration calls with as the FIBC. We're just trying to track down as many people as possible to personally invite to do the face-to-face -face challenge. Doing the face-to-face -face challenge is going to result in accountability for your client, which is huge, but it's also going to result in potential referrals 
for that coach or for you. And, or if we're doing our due diligence and having a sponsoring mindset, we're going to posture any potential um, client referrals into the opportunity for that person to coach. So it's like we're winning on all fronts with that. So we are just looking through Messenger, messaging people that we've already had a celebration call with. That's my insurance. Homeowner's insurance adjuster checking in about water damage. It's all good. Um, okay, let me see if this will paste into the chat. Ah, it does. Okay. So this is what I sent to Ruthie and Ruthie and I did a celebration call with Jessica and I said, hi, Ruthie. It was so great to meet you. Your crushing program. So, so excited for you. I highly recommend using extra outside accountability to get you through future patches where motivation might not be as high. One of the most powerful and effective ways to do this is to post about your journey on social media. We even have a current face-to-face -face posting challenge in Ignite Health for $50 wellness credit. Jessica, can you tag her in that? And we love giving $25 referral credits for any friends or family who decide to start this journey because of being inspired by you. Or dot, 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 just in case coaching piques your interest at some point, here's a video that covers a few topics about that. If it sounds like something you might have questions about, let us know and we can chat about it. So this is an example of, I'm following up after the celebration call with the coaching video because that hadn't been sent yet. And I'm also talking to her about the posting and I'm instructing the coach to tag her in the client support group. So this is all just operation as many people posting the face-to-face as possible. Accountability for your client. We want them to stay on track. Referrals for your coach and potential coaching for that client that posts. And all of a sudden they have three friends asking, oh my gosh, what are you doing? I need to do something. Oh, wow. I didn't think that anyone would really want to, um, because I will drop that. I didn't think anyone would be interested in doing that. All right, I'm going to drop that in the FIBC thread. And let's say that I had already sent the, like the standard message from the system after the celebration call. Maybe that's like the last thing that's been in that group message thread as I'm going through them. Or maybe I've, um, well, no, we'll go with that scenario. I've sent the standard post celebration call message from the system. And then let's say, I'm just going to pop back in and say something like, Hey, Ruthie, that was literally the client. And my dog's name is also Ruthie. That's right. Um, don't worry. I'm not making Jessica do celebration calls with my dog. That would be weird. Hey, Ruthie, um, still, walking on sunshine about your progress with program. Just wanted to make sure you knew about our face to face challenge. So I might send a message like that. I just put it in the chat. Hey, Ruthie, still walking on sunshine about your progress with program. Just wanted to make sure you knew about our face-to-face -face challenge, question mark. I'm asking for a response here. And this is with the intention that I'm going to be on it. I'm going to be on Messenger 
responding at least once to everything within 24 hours. I'm not going to say this and then let it sit for a week and forget about it, but I'm sending it this way because I'm open to have a little bit of a ping pong of relationship with this client that I did a celebration call with coach Jessica. And I want Ruthie to respond yay, nay, or, you know, no response, I guess. And Ruthie might come back and say, oh, I, I see those in the group, right? It's not really confirming or denying that she knows about the challenge. Oh, I see those in the group. And then I could respond back with, oh, they're so great. And um, we actually have a posting challenge going on this week where you can be entered to win $50 wellness credits. Jess, can you tag her in that, right? Sorry, Jess, you're trying to work and I keep saying your name. Just ignore me, just turn me off. <laughs> okay, so another way that I might say it would be, hi, Ruth. It was so lovely to celebrate your progress with program. If I remember anything from the celebration call, I can always add that in to make it personal. I have a terrible memory, so I keep notes. I have a master notebook. And when I do a celebration call, I write their name. Then I wrote the, write the coach in parentheses, and then I jot down any notes. If they say they're going on spring break, you know, next week, and they're worried about it, I could include that in the message. Hey, it was lovely to celebrate your progress with program. Hope you made it through spring break unscathed, something like that. Or I could keep it simple. Hi, Ruth. It was so lovely to celebrate your progress with program. I wanted to make sure you knew about our face-to-face challenge that we are doing in our coach support group, client support group. Maybe I'll just take that out. I want to make sure you know about our face-to-face -face challenge that we are, we are doing this month. Just for while you're coming up with while you're while you're coming up with your creative response, which is so thoughtful. Um, I wanted to say that for those of you who don't keep a notebook and you are forgetful, which I think after outside clients, there's no way we can remember more than that. Um, I will often, if there's something I want to keep up with, when I do my follow-up message as an FIBC, um, I say, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to hear about your 40 pounds, uh, your trip coming up. I put the note in the follow-up message. So that way I see it when I log in to drop, I drop the Zoom, the Zoom thing. So I'll be like, you know, oh, I'll be thinking about you for your upcoming surgery. Don't forget, you know, you, uh, you can do, you know, five and one right up to your surgery, do the best you can while you're in the hospital. And then five and one, as soon as you feel up to it or whatever, I put kind of those little key triggers for me so that I will remember things inside their thread a lot of times, um, instead of keeping it in a notebook. Okay, there you go. Now you can read your creative response. Yeah, I, I tend to do my celebration calls back to back. And even after three of them, I will forget what the first one was and what their story was until I have like, a, I have to have those little, those little notes. And sometimes it's on the back of like my mail. Um, so I do like to include that kind of stuff in the follow-up message too, as a cue, but I usually don't get to the follow-up message until later in the night or even a day or two later. Um, also, just another way of doing this, since we're on the topic, I know that Karen Thorngren, um, she is, you know, she's extra. I'm not suggesting that you need to do this, but it, but it's, it is helpful to remember your clients. So I also have coaches. I just trained you guys to send me a little snippet like to trigger my memory about someone like oh this was the one who was the teacher or the cigar shop owner who was struggling with you know blah 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 and most of our coaches will do that for me because I've asked you guys to but Karen Thorngren actually has a binder and she keeps the names tab a tab with the name of each coach that she does and sell the 
all that she's the FIBC for. And then in there, she just makes a paper and, and like she basically keeps up with the clients. I'm like, that to me just sounds like so much extra work, but that works for her. So whatever system, whether you're just relying on your coaches to refresh your memory or whether you're putting it in the thread or whether you're keeping little notes or an elaborate note system, I think it's helpful to remember. But if you don't, I just want to tell you, it's not going to ruin anything. Um, because you can still just pick right up where you left off. And as you get to, to talking, uh, you know, they'll, you'll, it'll trigger your memory. So I've worked around this bad short-term memory situation for a long time. It also helps if you're, uh, you can't hear me. They can hear you. And I also take notes because I'll hear somebody say something <clears throat> and I'll write down um, a little note on a piece of paper because I know I want to go back to it. And like Jen, in my short-term memory is what it used to be. Um, so I like to take notes on these celebration calls as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a million different ways to do it. Just don't do it the hard way. That's all I ask is just do what's easy for you. Yeah, Karen's, Karen's process um, definitely filled me with dread to think about managing that, but um, she is one who would just rock that kind of organization. Um, Long COVID made it necessary for me to take notes on everything, um, including like, I did pay the nanny this week. I didn't pay the lawn service this week. So the sloppy notes where I can just go back to them work for me. Couple of questions that have popped up in the thread. When do I send that long message versus when do I send the message from the system? So the message from the system is great for me if I really cannot remember the person. I didn't take notes. It's meant to be for everyone. I love to customize it when I can. And because I'm really, really trying to, uh, especially with coaches that are, that are just running and working really hard, I'm really trying to promote the posting. I think that posting from clients is one of the best things that we can be spending energy on. And so for that reason, Tracy, I am sending that longer message currently more often than not, because I want the first thing that I send them to be like reminding them about posting, reminding them about referral credits. And then I do put the little coaching thing in there. And if they want to watch it and say, Hey, yeah, I do have questions about that. Then great. Let's do a coach explore. Gina asks, do you always cover the $25 credit for your coach's clients? I have some coaches that don't offer the credit. If they don't offer the credit and they told me that they don't offer the credit, then I wouldn't say that. I, someone can soften this after I say it and clean up on aisle nine. But I think that if you're growing a business, you should be offering referral credits. And all of my coaches offer referral credits, even ones who are not senior coach yet, because they see that they're getting paid $56 for a new client. So giving 25 of that to someone as a thank you is only good business. That's only going to reinforce that that person makes sure that that client signs up with you next time as well. So uh, I always do. And if my coaches don't, then they're really the like minute, minute minority in Morris tribe. and. It's, well, it is what it is to each their own. Okay, so any other questions? Are you guys searching? Are you guys working? Christy Lopez is frowning, so I know she's working. I'll add something. She's got frown, her frown work basically. Hey, um, so I'll add, so as you're teaching others, because, you know, I mean, it's, a, it's important for us to know these things that you're talking about, about wellness credits, but as you're teaching others the value of wellness credits, it's always important to know, like, you know, that, I'm sorry, <laughs> to know that um, when you're teaching it to say, you know, the, that your pay is, you know, at least $56. It actually goes up. And if they're ED, then it's actually over $100 that they're getting paid per month to coach this client. So, and most clients, what the important thing to know is that most clients are on program from three to six months some way longer, um, especially if they turn into coaches. So um, 
it definitely, you know, when you're helping them see the abundance mindset of this, the, and you can say the abundance mindset of this is that you are, you know, ensuring that they're going to send their, um, their people to you. They're going to be more, they're going to be more apt to talk about the program with people, but also, you know, it's, it's an investment. It's not, you know, you're not spending money. Um, if you're actually earning money when you do that. So um, good, good to know, good to, good to know and good to know how to talk about it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Aileen Yepes had put, she has all the good ideas. I swear everything that I do, that's valuable either comes straight from Jen training me or from Aileen because she's full of all of the good ideas. Um, she said that she's found that messaging the info from the post from the client support page is more effective than just tagging them. And I think that that's, that's helpful. I might do both just because every time we're tagging people in that post, it gets kind of refreshed in our, our clients newsfeed in the group, right? So we want that post about the face-to-face to have lots of interaction so that more people see it just in the general whole. Um, but copying and pasting or uh grabbing the link and you can do that from a uh da, 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 da. you can do that from a like internet page you can grab the url for a facebook post from a group and send it and if that person is in the group then it'll go through you can put it in in their messenger so that they have that information right there i just hit the share button from the from the post itself oh okay you and just then, share it to their messenger. Yep. And then they click it and it goes back to the Ignite Health page. Where are you? I don't see your face. I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't see you. Oh, here you are. Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh, you're turned the Hi. other way. Where's your plants and your coffee wall aren't behind you? Why are you spotlighting me? Just to say hi. Hi. Because, you know. I'm here. So you may as well be. Hey there. Okay. Here <laughs> um, we oh, are I all showing up I for Danielle you. because Danielle has a stomach bug and we don't leave people hanging alone. So that's why you're here, Aileen, because we love you and we love Danielle. I've like dry mouth from medications that I've taken so that I can make it through this zoom and Carrie has my agenda on backup in case I go down. Um, but no, we're doing good. We are just, um, keep going, keep going in your messenger. We are finding the people that we did celebration calls with. We are finding the people that did last month's post and we don't want to be waiting until the last minute. That's why it's great to be doing this on the 20th is it's giving people time and it doesn't sound desperate. We've got 15 minutes to go. So I would love for everyone to, <laughs> where's Lisa Burns? <laughs> Am I gonna make her commit to time blocking again? Um, I would like everyone to commit to a time block or two between now and Friday unless you're like a weekend warrior and you get the majority of your stuff done on the weekends because of uh, J-O-B stuff, that's acceptable. But within this next week, commit to a time block or two that you can finish this project of going back through old celebration calls. And if you are not an FIBC running celebration calls, you're doing them on all of your own clients, right? And uh, no, I did not pick this up in Thailand. I was perfectly healthy in Thailand, felt amazing. It's just America is the problem, really. Um, Melissa's going to talk, and then we're going to do uh, some chit chat about client support bonus and when and how to reach out to our coaches. So, and maybe I missed it because I'm just working like, you know, I'm maybe I have selective hearing to a degree <clears throat> today as I'm like working through this hour. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but like when we're looking in messenger to send the messages, one of my concerns and one of my like obvious discernments, which I'm realizing maybe is not obvious to everybody else 
is like the coaches that I've had celebration calls with that um, are engaged coaches and integrated and um, me empowering them with the ability to to connect one-on-one with these clients on a more like because they have the relationship with the client on a more uh, intimate level empowering those coaches with um, not necessarily maybe like a copy paste wording but just the ability to it's Monday so when you're doing client check-ins this week which I think a lot of people do in the beginning of the week maybe empowering some of those coaches yes the information and just I said it kind of briefly, but I'll draw more attention to it because this, this activity is going to be really high leverage for anyone who is needing frontline coaches to be reaching out to their own clients. And then the non FIBCs that they work with just as a bad example, as I was picking on her because she's an FIBC. Um, but me working me as the FIBC for coaches that are not as maybe engaged. So because I can see some of my yeah coaches that almost, are, go ahead, sorry. For the almost FIBCs, for the barely FIBCs, and for the stabilizing at FIBC people, high leverage is to be doing this, right? And then for people who are raising coaches who are in that situation, I'm going to use some discretion with, like, there is no point in me reaching out to any of um Jessica's people, unless she wanted me to, because I know her very well. And she is like all relationship all the time has all the posters. You're welcome, Jessica. This is like a good hair flipping, feel good about yourself day for you. Um, but with other coaches who maybe it's not that, that they, you know, don't know what they're doing. It's just that maybe they don't have that boldness. So I have, I have some brilliant coaches who are amazing at what they do and very relationship driven, but they feel so terrified that they might be salesy or pushy that they struggle with the boldness. And with them, maybe it's encouraging them or giving them the language or the how-to or the encouraging them that every check-in call, make sure you mention the face-to-face challenge, or it might be that I am just taking the wheel and saying, Hey, for all of, you know, Sally scared of her own shadows clients, as she works with developing her boldness and I'm going to save space for her to step into that kind of more audacious, uh, relationship, (laughs) um, position, I'm going to reach out to everyone that we did celebration calls with. And I mean, I'm an S and so I don't want to push anyone and, you know, people pleaser, but Jen was like, just like saying it like it, like it was like real, words and everything and like telling people what they should do. And I was like, well, you can't, can't tell my client they should post. And she did. And then they did. So it was really useful for me to have a different personality and someone with a whole lot more confidence doing my celebration calls, um, really early on. So yeah, use discretion on when you're going to encourage your coaches to do this activity and when you're going to be doing it yourself. Um, okay. So you have committed for those that want to grow and like use this for the high leverage momentum that it can be in your business. You've committed to do a time blocking session or two between now and the end of the week to finish up this activity of reaching out to as many people as possible who posted and or won, especially the winners guys, because they already know that, oh my gosh, there are actually winners, um, for last month. And then all of the clients that you've done celebration calls with in the last month, two months, as far back as you can go, um, and sending out a message, letting those clients know that there's a face-to-face challenge, copying and pasting either the information or hitting share from the client support group. And... Now our final activity, which I'm going to go through kind of fast because we only have 10 minutes left, but uh, Carrie and Michelle and Sarah did an amazing in-depth explanation with some screenshots that had like identifying information. 
I would love for someone to just dub part of me with my hand gestures to something totally different. Like this could be like, like a kitten, right? I mean, what does this have to do with client identifying information? Okay. I'm humoring myself. And I'm also relieved that with eight minutes left, I haven't puked on you all. So this is great. This is going great. Today's going great. So they did an amazing time last week going through with non-identifying information, some screenshots of where this bonus is at. And, um, what we're going to do is go to connect and I'm just, you're just going to listen visually or listen auditorily as I give you these audio instructions. Come on, connect. So you're going to log into connect and go to the engage tab. And there's a client support bonus plus category. You're going to click on that and it pulls up your month starting at frontline. Then you're going to hit organization to see all of them. And what happens is it pulls up all of your coaches. So if you look at this and you're like, I'm confused, like aunt Linda hasn't done anything. Why is she showing in this report? It's just pulling up all of your current coaches. And then what you want to do is sort by qualifying orders. I, um, I sort either ascending or descending by, I think it's, it's either qualifying orders or new orders this month. No, it's qualifying orders. You're right. And then if you like sort it like descending um, or ascending actually, so it'll start with the people who've already earned it. And then, so all the like people who have five plus, like I have some who put in six and seven and eight clients this month. And then it'll bring you down to five. And then the people you really want to focus on are the fours and threes um, or the twos, because the twos can add one more client and earn the 150. And the threes and fours could add two more clients and earn the 250. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, letting them know that is a really, really great idea because a lot of these coaches in our orgs we feel because we do work together with a lot of proficient coaches here. And don't forget that 80% of your most product of your productivity in your business comes from new coaches who've been coaching less than six months. They don't know how to find this stuff. So if you can find it and give them the information, like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. You've already added three clients this month. Did you know if you add two more, you're going to double that, that bonus plus bonus or go from 150 to 200, um, you know, and then if they're in the new coach category and they're still in your cab, you can tell them and you'll earn an additional 250 from your cab. So, um, and then you can, you can calculate that, but I think it's really a great thing to see um, who these people are and let them know what they're doing. What they're doing. Would you like some help? If I, if I could use some steps to help you achieve that, would you be interested? And yeah, most of them will always say yes. Yes. So that, that piece right there, she said it real fast, but did you guys catch that? If I had some suggestions or if I gave you some steps to achieve that, would you be interested? Or, you know, is that something that you'd like to do? I have some suggestions or I would love to jump in and help you do this. We can, you know, if, if like, you're basically asking for some commitment, like asking for them to say yes, but also offering to help instead of just giving them the, um, the data, just giving them the information, because sometimes you'll reach out to a new, um, newer coach and you'll say, Oh my gosh, you're two clients away from senior coach. That's amazing. And if that's all you send, then they're like, well, yeah, but gosh, getting these three was really hard. I have no idea how to get two more, right? So you're in your connect 
you're looking at your report, you've selected organization, and then the column that says qualifying orders, you click on the three dots and it says sort descending. And it's going to show you the qualifying orders for the client support bonus plus with your highest number of qualifying orders at the top. So I'm seeing all the people that already have five or more than five at the top. And then I'm seeing there's people that have four and three. And now before spam messaging every single one of them and saying, hey, you're at three, let's go for five. The part that I would love for us to, I mentioned in the beginning, this um, dance of transactional versus transformational, that we can't just be transactional business coaches where it's all about the numbers and the data. A lot of people got into this because they love helping people. They're not just numbers and data people. In fact, some people are allergic to numbers and data. So using relationship and using some emotional intelligence, I, before sending anything in a business thread that is, oh my gosh, just want to congratulate you for welcoming four new clients and you're already at four out of the five bonus. I want to see what my last message to them was. And if it was anything like that, if it was anything like that, then I'm going to, it's the 20th. We have time. This is why we're doing this early. We're going to send a more relationshipy message first. So check in with life, go check out their Facebook page. Let's just say that my last interaction with a coach has been about them reaching senior coach or about, oh my gosh, you know, Tuesday night training is on tonight. I hope you can make it. Or, oh, did you see this new client support stuff that has come out? If I have reached out to them last about anything that's just business, I'm going to first reach out to them about life. And that's going to be my next message to them. And then if I need to make a little to-do list of let's reach out to them a little bit later about the fact that they're sitting on four out of five clients for this bonus, that's fine. But this week I'm going to focus on relationship. I am not just in their world because I want them to hit a metric. I'm not completely data driven. I'm also in this for the people and the relationships. Did they just have their bathroom flood and now they have stomach flu going through their house? I don't know. Send them a message. So that will give you a structure as you look through this report and you're figuring out who you're going to message, who's sitting at two, they're close to that three, who's sitting at four, they're close to that five. Also, sometimes people just need to know that they're doing well. One of the things that I have loved doing recently is watching people just glow with pride when you tell them how well they're doing and you're not BSing, you're not just blowing smoke. What I do is I look at my watch list or I look through some reports and connect and I see like who has sponsored more coaches this month than anyone else. Like who are my top three for coach sponsorship? Who are my top three for new client acquisition? People who do well, like to know that they're doing well. Like people who work and are working really hard at this, they love to know that they're like at the head of the pack. And so reaching out and just saying, hey, I just wanted to pop in and let you know, you're in the top three for client acquisition in my whole org. You're killing it this month, keep going. I'm not asking for anything. I'm not telling them what's next because that can be a little exhausting. You just hit this, now we're gonna teach you how to do this, right? Just tell them how great they're doing. That's another way that you can reach out that's not just going to be focused on what's next. So you may have a whole bunch of people that you reach out to just in relationship. And we have time in these next, I would say, focus on it in the next three days today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, reach out on the coaches that could use some relationship that you just need to, you know, send them a little bit of love. Um, we've got a coach in our org, um, that uh, recently had a, a spouse with a um, surprise out of nowhere medical thing. And there's like seven extremely capable coaches, including one that's on today in that business thread. And I just reached out privately while in Thailand to this coach saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. How are things going? How are you doing? It's that relationship piece. 
So today, tomorrow, Monday, or today, tomorrow, Wednesday, reach out in relationship to coaches that maybe you haven't done that with recently. And then after you get a response, maybe next Monday, you're reaching out to them about where their numbers are. For those that have great relationship, you have great relationship and rapport with, you've already put money in the love bank on all of the real life stuff. And there's room and there's space in that business thread for you to reach out really directly about where they stand with their bonus. Go ahead and reach out with their bonus. You can say, you know, you're close to this next bonus, but you can also help calculate what the difference in pay would be. And if you're new to this and need help, reach out in your business thread. But the short version is you take their projected FQV. If they need one new client to reach the 5% bonus, you're going to add the volume for one new client. And then you're going to add that pay rate for what rank that puts them at, plus the extra 5%, and you're going to calculate the difference, okay? But that's what your business mentors are for, to help you calculate like the difference in pay for that if you haven't done that before. Um, but that can, be a, that can be a game changer for people to realize, oh, it's not just about this bonus. Like that actually works out to like several hundred dollars, or that actually works out to like $800, right? For people who are sitting at that ED level. So there you have it. Um, know where you're at, get a finger on the pulse of your business, reach out to all previous posters and winners for the February posting challenge and uh, previous celebration call messages to let people know that they still have time to enter the face-to-face -face. and then look at your client support bonus plus and reach out in relationship first if you are not super relationshipy, and then we can reach out in a more business-minded way after that. Okay. Bye guys.